And so next, as we think about the next section about spiritual battle and these different groups of people who he just addressed, who are weak and even worthless in the eyes of the powerful authorities, empires, Paul says to them in verse 10, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. The Christians in positions where they would have felt so helpless and weak, where would they get their help and strength from? From the Lord and his might. Their source of strength would have not come from physical power or political position, but would have been a spiritual strength. Paul knew that that was precisely the strength that they would need because their battle, as described as a wrestling match, was not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the authorities, the cosmic powers over this present darkness, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Paul's perspective was on the scale of the spiritual battle that was raging on in heaven and all that dark oppression in the family unit, the ways that humans were devalued under systems of slavery was something that came out of a godless culture possessed by cosmic powers and Christians need to stand up against those schemes of the devil. Schemes of the devil that seek to discourage those fighting the spiritual battle, seek to make us cynical and think that nothing will ever change anyways. Schemes that lie to us saying that God is not there, God does not exist and there's no one to help. It's those with power who will win. And so what can help the Christian withstand these kinds of schemes of the devil, these spiritual attacks? Paul, as one who was chained to a Roman guard, would have been quite familiar with the soldier's armor. And he's saying there's a spiritual armor that we need in order to fight the spiritual battle and to be able to stand firm through it all. There's a belt of truth. We have the faith grounded on truth, following the data where it leads as we examine the claims of Christianity. The truth of what Christ has done for us holds the other pieces together and it serves as that foundation. The breastplate of righteousness protects our vital organs Vital organs are protected by the breastplate. And this breastplate of righteousness comes through the blood of Christ, and that cannot be taken away. Satan is always about making accusations about how we are not good enough, not righteous, flawed, sinful, not worthy, or ever good enough for God. And yet these are lies because Christ has already paid for all of our debts. Shoes for your feet, readiness, preparedness, practice at articulating the gospel or testimony so that we can share the gospel at any occasion and to give a defense of our faith in a winsome way. To be agile and quick to move and be responsive to the spiritual needs of others around us. Shield of faith. It's used to extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. There are going to be constantly spiritual attacks of all kinds. And what is our faith in? Our faith is in Christ and his character, his nature, his trustworthiness. The helmet of salvation, remembering our testimony of how we've been saved by grace alone, by Christ. It protects our minds. It ought to keep us humble because it always starts with the fact that we were sinners in desperate need of rescue and that we were rescued by Jesus Christ through his sacrifice on the cross. And we have eternal life in Christ and a future with God. And all this gives us the confidence and strength in the march forward against Satan's schemes and strongholds in this world. And with the hope of heaven that our salvation has secured us, even if death may befall us, we do not need to change our course or swerve from the mission. Finally, Paul reminds us that we are also given two offensive weapons in this spiritual battle. The sword of spirit, which is the word of God, is the source of truth and wisdom that's able to help us fight against sin, remind us of his holiness, remind us of the broken state of people in our fallen world, remind us of our own sinfulness, and then prayer. He says, praying at all times in the spirit. And prayer is the greatest weapon. It's something that we must do daily. It's supposed to be done at all times, as he says, not just when we're in some crisis. And he says, pray with all prayer and supplication. In other words, when we pray, well, we need to pray, not just think good, hopeful, unfocused thoughts. Prayer ought to be something that's intense. It's a concentrated act as we bring our requests to God, as we confess and wrestle with our sins, as we claim his forgiveness. And then prayer is also something that is not just about ourselves, it's about praying for other people's needs. We need to learn and remember to pray for others. It gets us out of ourselves, our own concerns, and Paul too even asked them, please pray for me. His prayer request also gives us perspective too because he's not asking to be set free or asking for comfort or peace, but that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel that I may declare it boldly. And so as an application, 
Please pray for God's strength, His wisdom and grace for Flo and me as we carry that burden and responsibility of leading our church here in NC. So, as Richard was saying, Christian life is characterized by being embattled. Stand firm, stand against the schemes of the devil, verse 11, withstand evil days and stand firm. Christian life is not a walk in the park because we're dealing with schemes of the devil, rulers, authorities, cosmic powers, and spiritual forces of evil, and there's a darkness over the present age. In other words, there's a cosmic confrontation with evil, and we face a potent, shrewd, and experienced enemy that is stronger than us if we're fighting alone and not drawing from God's resources. So we're in summertime right now, and the weather is hot and humid outside, and there are bugs and snakes out. We might feel the tug to just stay indoors, relax, and get back to work of ministry in the fall. Maybe during this time of coming out of COVID and out of our old routine, it may even be an excuse to be spiritually complacent. All the more, we need to remember Ephesians 6, that Christian life is a battle. Never a moment we can let our guard down. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's not a physical warfare, but it's a spiritual warfare. The devil wants your soul. He wants us to think that he's not there, that we're okay. We're doing a fine job. We're not sinners. Or maybe we are, but no one is perfect after all, so you're okay. Don't need to be so uptight. If we buy into that, the devil got us already. We start to lose our alertness and our self-control. By the end of the summer, your spiritual life could feel hollow. In a moment of weakness, you may fall into temptation and regret it later. Pull of comfort, just relaxing at home. Nothing feels wrong about that except you lose sight of the spiritual reality. You're out of the battle, missing out on the good work that God is trying to do in you and through you. So we need to fight. And how are we going to do that? Through the resources God has given us, the armor of God. And then you come to the final two, and these two are for the offense. They're the word of God and prayer. The way we engage in this spiritual battle is to put on this armor, and that really comes down to spiritual discipline. Morning DT. Start the day with God's word. Get out of bed early. It never gets easier, at least for me. But you know what? You can do it. Get a friend to help you commit to a DT group. Second, read the Bible. Commit to a Bible reading plan for the summer. Do it with a friend. Or read some good Christian books. We're doing apologetics topics for weekly Bible study. Why not tune in? Why not study it more on your own? 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Finally, pray. Cultivate a prayer life this summer. Connect with God through prayer. Pray for your families. Pray for the church. There are these 10 p.m. guided prayer each night online. Make use of that perhaps to help you grow. There's a lot to choose from, but remember, if we're in a spiritual battle, that makes us soldiers. Soldiers do not complain about how heavy the armor and sword is because he knows well that that is his protection and a lot is at stake. Let's see if we can recover that much-needed heightened sense of urgency and alertness now more than ever. And this summer can be one that's full of growth and good works for all of us.